This is AgriPol's Drive Time brought to you by the American Coalition for Ethanol and its 34th annual conference August 18th through the 20th in Minneapolis. Learn more at ethanol.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. After weeks of negotiations and behind-the-scenes work, legislative text on a massive infrastructure bill emerged over the weekend. All told, the legislation comes in at more than 2,700 pages and has policy on everything from highways to broadband. Getting the text wrapped up was one thing. Now senators must move their attention to passing the bill across the floor. And both party leaders insist amendments must be given due consideration. Let me be clear. These three amendments would constitute only the first tranche of potential amendments. The Senate can and should consider more amendment more afterwards. That's Chuck Schumer, a New York Democrat and the Senate Majority Leader. His Republican counterpart, Kentucky's Mitch McConnell, says the Senate shouldn't limit itself to the bipartisan working group's text. Their conversations can't be the Senate's last word. Senators on both sides expect and deserve opportunities to have a say and to put their own state's imprints on this major bill. Just as infrastructure itself is not a luxury, but a necessity, the same goes for the Senate having a robust and bipartisan amendment process on legislation of this magnitude. He says he doesn't want the chamber to be held to any, quote, artificial timeline that Democrats may have penciled out. There's more on the bill in Phil Brasher's Washington Week Ahead, and stay tuned to agripulse.com for more developments as the legislation unfolds. Electric co-ops hope language that didn't make its way into the infrastructure bill could find a home in a reconciliation package Senate Democrats will author next to work on other priorities. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Rural electric cooperatives are hopeful text allowing nonprofits to be able to receive tax credits for investments in renewable energy will be included in the Senate's anticipated $3.5 trillion reconciliation package. National Rural Electric Cooperative Association CEO Jim Matheson says right now nonprofits such as co-ops cannot receive credits like traditional companies because they don't pay taxes. We have been pushing the idea that if Congress wants to encourage investment in energy technology, that they should have some direct pay component that would be the equivalent incentive of a tax incentive so that the rest of the electric sector, in other words, the co-ops and the municipals, have the same incentive to invest in new technology. And it's not limited to solar or wind. It could be for battery storage technology. It could be for electric vehicle technology. It could be for carbon capture and sequestration technology. He says the Senate Finance Committee Chair Ron Wyden included the direct pay tax credit provisions in the Clean Energy for America Act, which overhauls the energy tax code. We, we know we've got good support in a bipartisan way, again, in the House and Senate. I haven't met anyone that thinks it's a bad idea. So if, if a reconciliation package goes through, we, we are hopeful that uh, that tax provision would be there. Uh, it would mean a lot for electric cooperatives. Reconciliation package only needs 51 votes to pass the Senate. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, a Senate Ag Committee member says she's open to a look at disaster relief for farmers and ranchers. Last week, the House Ag Committee advanced a bill to funnel $8.5 billion to make it easier for producers to receive disaster funds and add money to the wildfire and hurricane indemnity program as well as the plus-up version rolled out since 2017. Senator Tina Smith says the program could be more important in the coming growing seasons. They are good programs from what I hear from the, you know, the people that I talk to in Minnesota. Uh, so, you know, I think we're going to have to look at what more we need to do as these kinds of natural disasters 
um, you know, become more, um, you know, more prevalent. The Senate has yet to take up the bill, which would need to be folded into an appropriations measure. There's more from Smith, including thoughts on infrastructure, beef cattle market reforms, and biofuels in our open mic interview on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Coalition for Ethanol, which is hosting its 34th annual conference in Minneapolis, August 18th through the 20th. This must-attend event features timely updates on ethanol public policy, market development, board of director training, and more. Visit ethanol.org for event details. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.